Flyers Daily with Jason Mertidis. All right, here we go. Now, the brand new Flyers Daily for, the finally, the last day of the month of August. I've been kind of teasing the final day of the month of August, and it was like hot soup out there yesterday until those storms came in last night. So maybe getting a little bit cooler, and we'll flip the calendar tonight at midnight over to the month of September. A lot of players in town, even Joel Farabee on the ice, skating at the skate zone as the guys are uh, getting together, congregating, and getting their cobwebs knocked off and getting a little competitive hockey and some good practice time in, uh, albeit without coaches over at the skate zone. More guys will be coming into town as we get closer and closer to first rookie camp and then eventually into training camp, which is not that far off, just a couple of weeks away at this point. The first actual day of Flyers rookie camp will be coming up in two weeks' time, uh, Wednesday, September 14th. That's two weeks from today. That's the first day of Flyers rookie camp. The the players will report and have off-ice meetings, uh, but they will be on the ice for the first time coming up two weeks from tomorrow. That'll be the first rookie session. And then Friday, September 16th, how about a rookie game against the Rangers at the PPL Center in Allentown? Another one on Saturday, September 17th, also against the Rangers at 5 o'clock at the PPL Center. And then the official start of training camp is coming up three weeks from today. That's when the full team will report. That's the official start of camp, player physicals testing, and their opening meeting. But first day on the ice will be three weeks from tomorrow when they hit the ice with head coach John Tortorella, who said it's going to be a tough camp. A lot of skating, a lot of intensity, and a lot of on and off the ice elements that he's going to put into this training camp. One of the things that he said when he had his media availabilities uh, earlier in the summer when he was named the head coach, and of course when he spoke with me as well for that one-on-one for Flyers Daily, said that he's got to get the room right. The room needs to be right. And that's something, in his view, that hasn't been right. And he's going to attack that right away. He's going to attack all the getting in shape and hockey part at camp, but he's also going to attack that off-the-ice stuff and uh, get that room in order, and we'll see what kind of dividends that ends up paying. But in this episode, you know, it's the last episode of August. Obviously, not much has happened. Wade Allison signed his uh, contract extension in the past week or so. But it's cottage season in Canada. They're probably all returning now, and it's time to get back to it. But it's been a a big, pretty long stretch without a whole heck of a lot going on. And over the last month doing the podcast, we've been coming up with different ideas, different things to talk about. Bill on Monday, we've had some great guests, and we're going to have some more coming up before we even get to camp. You know, in this episode, I wanted to talk about uh, a DM that I got from a guy named Gordon Dorton. He said, uh, he just... DM me on Twitter and said, out of the blue, he said, uh, Jason, I'm just tired of all of the negativity around the Flyers. Thank you for doing what you do. It's impossible for me to state how important this sport and this team is to me. There are certain people in the media and podcasts who are disastrous and doom and gloom. Uh, love your work. Thanks. By the way, lots of one goal wins this year with a healthy team and torts system. I responded to him. And just said, hey, you know, I don't like to live in that really negative headspace either. I, I kind of did when I was younger. I don't do that as much now. I try not to at least because it's so draining. And I really thought about this, this DM. It kept kind of popping up in my brain. And there's one thing that he said in here that I kind of wanted to, to talk about. He said, it's impossible for me to state how important this sport and this team is to me. Let me read that to you again. It's impossible for me to state 
how important this sport and this team is is to me. And that real that line really hit me because you know before I got into the media, before I did radio, before I was doing pre intermission and post game, all that stuff. And when I grew up, like so many of you, I was a huge Flyers fan. My dad turned me on to him. My dad was a big Flyers fan. My dad made a little bit of coin in the 80s. He, he got season tickets, I think probably around 81, Section R, Row 7, at the Spectrum. And we went to a lot of games. I went to a lot of games as a kid and got to consume a ton of hockey, obviously playing it from the time I was four. I loved the sport. It got its hooks into me. And it did. I remember you know, the game meaning so much to me. And I remember listening on my old boom box. Remember those old boom boxes? If you're of my vintage around 50, I used to put it behind my pillow in my bed and listen to the Flyers games when I had to go to bed before they were over. Games used to start at 7.30, and before they were over, I'd listen to the games on the radio with Gene Hart. And I remember him signing off, you know, good night, good hockey, and all that. And I remember the last game of the year when he signed off for the final time. I remember that making me emotional and sad as a kid. Like, oh, man, now i got to wait however long it was going to be, six months if it wasn't a playoff team, you know, if they won a round of the playoffs a month less, and so on and so forth. But I remember that feeling of, oh, now I have to wait and count down to another season. I don't want it to be over. And even though the last two years have been very difficult, I want the game back. I want the team back. Now, for me, that also gets me back into a routine of work and everything like that. But even though expectations aren't high, and they didn't land Johnny Gaudreau or make this huge splashy move, which we're very used to them doing throughout our lives and throughout their history, there's still an excitement about the sport coming back. Because, you know, one of the things about pro sports is there's this variable in pro sports that teams tend to surprise you or you get answers to questions. We go into this season with a long list of questions. I've gone through them on this podcast. And it's my contention that the more question marks you have going into a season, the, the lower expectations should probably be. Now, there's a lot of question marks, whether that's Couturier coming off back surgery. Will we see Ryan Ellis? Will Tort system work with the Flyers and the defensive structure be better? How is Cam Atkinson going to do? Another year older. Are the young players Frost, Tippett, Cam York going to step up? And what will they become? And how will they contribute to this team? Will they be harder to play against? Will they have bad starts? Will they? They didn't really have bad starts last year. They stunk in the second period. Are they going to replace the second period woes for another period? You know, all these question marks are out there. But I look forward to getting answers. And as far as what Gordon said, this it's impossible for me to state how important this sport and this team is to me. I am right with you because I've identified so much of my life with the game, whether it's coaching, playing, broadcasting, whatever it is, I love the game. And I'm looking forward to it coming back. And I know that a lot of people said they're not excited because, you know, the team's not going to be good or whatever. But in sports, sometimes shocking things happen. You know, the reason why we watch sports and we watch it live and we congregate to see it is to see something we've never seen before, to have the unexpected happen when you least expect it. Again, I'm not saying that this team's going to the playoffs. But I want to see how this develops. Is this one of those years where they just they build a really sounded cultural foundation and we start to see some players step up and we feel a lot different next offseason about where they are and their future? I mean, just a couple of years ago, 
we were looking at young players like Provorov, Konechny, Sanheim, and others, and saying, boy, the future is really bright. We've got these good players. But after the last two years, it's pivoted in the other direction. Can that start to turn back the other way? That's really what this is about. And the team does mean a ton to me. And, you know, they're, I would love to see them have great success this year. And, you know, I was with the broadcast back in 2010 with the team when they went to that cup final against Chicago. And that play, I traveled with the team for that playoff run, and it was electric. The city all grabbed onto it, and we all want that part again. But I want to ask people that question, kind of a question based on what Gordon DM'd me. You know, he said it's impossible, impossible for me to state how important this sport and team is to me. So I want to ask you, how important is this team to you? And what, what is important to you? as fans of the Flyers. You know, what are the things that really hit you? You know, they, they just added a bunch of new high-end restaurants at the Wells Fargo Center. I think that's important when you're there to be able to have options of, of good, good food and a great experience. But that's not one of those things that I look at and go, that's important to me. The thing that's important to me when I think about the Flyers is that they start an ascension going forward and they regain an identity. Because somewhere along the line, the identity got muddied and displaced. The identity, identity needs to be reestablished. Now, that doesn't happen overnight. Like I said in a, uh, a previous episode, the culture of a franchise takes a long time to build. A really long time. You can't just say, hey, this is our culture and have it be true. It has to happen organically. And it takes time for it to not only develop, but then stick and stay. And it did for a really long time. Now you're in the process of trying to regain that culture. So culture takes a long time to build, but it does not take a long time for it to erode. But can you rebuild it rather quickly? And is that really why John Tortorella is here? To rebuild that culture. Not the brand. I think the brand is different. But the culture inside that locker room, inside all elements of the Flyers. And with the fan base as well. So, you know, what's really important to you as fans? I'd love to get people's thoughts. You can DM me on Twitter. You can always email me as well, jason.mertitas at gmail.com. Send me your responses. I'd love to go through some here on Flyers Daily because, uh, like Gordon said, you know, I can't even begin to explain to you how much they, they mean to me and the sport means to me. And I'm in the same boat. That line really, really hit me in that message that he sent me. Because it does mean a lot to me, and I am counting down the days. We just read it off, uh, how long it is, two weeks to rookie camp. I am counting down the days for not only the return of the sport, but the return of the Flyers. And yeah, maybe I'm not at the same level of excitement, or I'm not the same lather level as I have been when they made a big acquisition in an offseason. And maybe my level of anticipation and excitement would be higher had they signed Johnny Gaudreau, even though I wasn't a guy that was saying that they should sign Johnny Gaudreau. But I look forward to the return of the sport. I'm looking forward to getting answers, answers to the questions and the question marks that we have. And there's a lot of them. All right, everybody, have a great Wednesday. We'll talk to you Friday, first episode of September on a brand new Flyers Day.